spring off! Hey, Bren, have you seen Steel Magnolias? Oh my god, yes, I love that movie. Jonesy, you've seen it, right? Uh-uh. Hey, Tony. Yeah. You've seen Dracula, right? Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. Lena, you've seen it. What do you think? Film Spring Hey, Bren, have you seen <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's? Josie, you have to have seen it. Oh my god! No! No, I haven't. Of course not. You've Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the best. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Did it the out of you? I have not seen that one, and I will be praying for all of your souls. It's your film spring, Alina. I haven't seen it. It's showtime! Hi, everybody. Welcome to Film Springa. The podcast about all of your favorite films and your sheltered friend who's never seen them. I am Tony. I'm here with... I'm Bryn. And the sheltered friend. Our sheltered friend. Hi, guys. I'm Lena. (laughs) Josie. Whatever. (laughs) We're back for another week. Um, And this week, the film we are covering is a Thanksgiving staple that a lot of people have seen and watch every year. It's the 1870 comedy Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So That's good. John show. Hughes. Yeah, John yeah. Hughes. But before we get into the film, we have some really quick housekeeping stuff to take care of before we get into the meat of the episode. Um, film Springer has its own YouTube channel. We are not going to be hosted on Who Invited Her's channel anymore. So next week, um, you guys, if you want to tune into the live show of the podcast, you can go to Film Springer on YouTube. And make sure you subscribe, hit that notification button, and all of that good stuff so you yeah. can join us and watch the show live and talk about the movie with us. Yeah, we're um, leaving the nest. Yes, we're leaving the nest, the mothership. We're going out on our own. Thank you for hosting us for yeah. so long. Yeah. Who invited her? We <laughs> love you, big brother, sister. Oh, and we're big. also on, now big we're on um, iHeartRadio, so you can subscribe there, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts, the podcast is there. So tell your friends to subscribe and all of that. Uh, but this week, it's going to be an interesting topic on this movie because i know you all have different feelings yeah. about planes trains and automobiles um, <laughs> but before we get into our opinions of the film shall we watch the trailer to get everybody Please. in the mood let's yeah. do that yeah a little amuse boosh there we go mm. during holiday travel some people get delirious some get delayed and some get <laughs> Del Griffin. American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. Neil Page got all three. I was on my way home to spend a nice holiday with my family. Instead, I'm in a motel bed with a stranger. So instead of Thanksgiving with his family, he's spending three days with the turkey. <laughs> Two happy clams just whistling down the road. Flintstones, meet the Flintstones, they're the family. Paramount Pictures presents Wilma! Steve Martin. You ever been to Hawaii? Yeah. You see Don Ho while you were there? See the second show, that's the best one. Is that right? Yeah. John Candy. Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. In a new film by John Hughes. Planes, trains, and automobiles. See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hell of a game, hell of a game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, this film and this film. I have very different thoughts about this film. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't wait to hear them. Yeah, let's, so that, let's get into... It's a very basic yeah. plot. Let's get into that yeah. first. So it's about two two characters, Neil and Dell, who are trying to make it home to Thanksgiving in Chicago, and everything under the sun happens not to get them there. So this film's kind of a... It's a road film and a buddy film is what it is. Classic buddy film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah directed by John Hughes, and this is his first film outside of the teen angsty john Hughesy yep. type of films 
How did know. it do being his breakaway? It did very like, well. His first rated R movie, I have to assume. Yeah, it <laughs> did it did very well in the box office and the critics loved it. Um what is the really famous ones? Esker and Nebel, whatever their names are. Oh my God! Ebert. <laughs> so Ebert said, "I know, I totally got it wrong." Ebert said, "This is one of his favorite films, and he watches it every Thanksgiving." It's Steve Martin's favorite film yeah. of his own, and, and John, it was John Candy. Candy's really? favorite mm-hmm. film of his own. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And yeah, John Hughes initially wasn't going to direct it. He was going to have um, someone who had directed some of his other films direct it. And then once Steve Martin signed on, he was like, I got to direct this movie. Yeah. So right. he wrote I'm it, in. produced it, directed it. Yeah. yeah he Wayne. wrote it and he wasn't going to direct it. Yeah. So he wrote it huh. in um, three days is yes. what he wrote it. And the original script was 125 pages, which typically a comedy is like 90, 94 pages. Yeah. And the, there's like... No, the ahead, yeah, man. the original runtime of it is like three hours and forty minutes, and Steve Martin is like, it's "This like, movie is too long." Yeah, Steve Martin is like, "We gotta cut this down. This is a bit much." <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, at that time, Steve Martin was really like kind of at the height of his, kind of at the height of his career, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And he was like, and so John his- Candy too, both of them. Oh yeah, and I love that this film. If you're um a a huge fan of all his other films. He throws a lot of nuggets in this film. A lot. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah, so Kevin Bacon is in this movie. He makes a cameo at the beginning. And he, at the time, was, had just finished wrapping another John Hughes movie, mm-hmm. She's Having a Baby. And when... Never so, heard of it. Of oh, it's a cute film. It's a cute. It's it came out cute. in... It was it 87 or... Was it, it 87 was right or 88? After- it was right after, like right around the same time yeah. as Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And uh-huh. when Steve Martin calls home, his wife is watching. Um, she's having a baby. I mean, it, it wasn't out yet, but it was on in the background. Yeah. So also, there's a lot. Also, um, in She's Having a Baby, John Candy makes a cameo in that film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he stars uh. in this film. And then in Trains, Planes, Kevin Bacon makes a cameo, but he's the star of She's Having a Baby. And you know the airplane scene where they're the airplane scene, you hear all this stuff in the background and you hear the couple arguing. The arguing in the back is the fight from She's Having a Baby that um, Kevin Bacon. Such a deep cut. I know. Like, I'm going to entwine. That's kind of cool. Right? So heavily. Yeah, that's super funny. I love that. Yeah, there was a lot of like John Hughes nuggets in this film yeah. from like, and there was a lot of like people in this film that um, went on to do like way bigger things. Like uh, Dylan, what's his name? The guy that played, oh God, let me pull up his name. Dylan Baker. This was his film, first film ever oh, from Happiness. And yeah, he yeah, yeah. 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 And that whole scene where he pulls up in the pickup and he plays, he plays the character <laughs> Owen. All of the face twitches, the spitting, all of that was his own creation of the character. And the girl that played his wife in the film was trying so hard not to break during the scene. She said it was really, really bad. And (laughs) at the time, Steve Martin had just become a germaphobe. So John Hughes wanted a real reaction, real reaction, a reaction to... A real act. I know. (laughs) So he told Dylan to lick his hand... And then go to shake Steve Martin. So that reaction is like his real reaction. And then um, I read that the crew started busting up because yeah, Steve Martin, big. the minute they hit cut, he ran to the bathroom to wash his hands. That is so I funny. understand because we're in COVID. Right? I, <laughs> I had a note where I was just like, pre-COVID. <laughs> well, it's like exactly. so much of it, like people packed together on the plane and like getting yes. on the bus and like all that stuff. You're like, oh, now. And, and people smoking on the plane and in restaurants oh and stuff. It's so just like- the smoking in general. I was like, I forgot how much that was a thing. Right? Like yeah. now you really like, the the bad guy is the only guy who smokes Smoking. and it's like you know because he's bad yeah but no like 
You mess around. <laughs> so I have a question around. for both of you. Did you watch the original cut of the film, like the unedited version, or did you watch the edited version? Made no, for TV? this last this past time I watched the edited version. Oh, yeah, you did. So, I don't know how would I know. Um, You're right, you don't know. You don't know the the fuck scene where they drop. Oh, 18. I saw that. Okay, I saw that. Eighteen, 18. f bombs. I literally wrote. I was like, so this is why Jonesy's parents would never have let. <laughs> save her it, see save it. it. We're gonna get to that part <laughs> yeah, of the so show let's later. Get let's get into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I yeah, mean, it's pretty clear. Eighteen f bombs. <laughs> but that that specific scene with the car rental with Edie McClurk who played the car rental woman that Love was that one lady. of the scenes that yeah. Steve Martin read and was like yes I want to do this film based yeah. off of that yeah. little bit of dialogue <laughs> can you believe like, that yes. and the scene when they're in the car and he keeps put he has trouble with the scene <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay Bryn <sighs> how Give us when you first saw this film and how old you were and all of that good stuff and your first <laughs> take on this film when you first watched it. So I was like, oh, this is going to be fine. Like, no one's going to be shocked that I saw this very young because it's such oh. a wholesome movie. And then um, really? now I rewatched it. I was like, <laughs> not like the 18 F-bombs in one, you know, minute is like whatever. So yeah. I um, saw oh. this movie like, since I'm going to interrupt you really quick because yeah. I'm getting a no before we get into it. And since we've been talking about the F bomb scene, should oh, we yes, watch it listen. for the audience and listen yeah, yeah, so yeah, they know yeah, what yeah. we're talking about? Yes. <laughs> let's please. play that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jean Marie, you're a stitch. <laughs> no, mom's going to do the turkey. Yeah. Dad wants ambrosia. So I guess we got to get those miniature marshmallows and I'll do the crescent rolls and you do the cranberry. I can't cook. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll see you tomorrow then. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> oh, bye-bye. Welcome to Marathon. May I help you? Yes. How may I help you? Start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. And I really didn't care to fucking walk down a fucking highway and across a fucking runway to get back here to have you smile at my fucking face. I want a fucking car right fucking now. May I see your rental agreement? I threw it away. Oh, boy. Oh boy, what? You're fucked. <laughs> yeah. I love you're, that scene. I love stuck. that scene. You're fucked. <laughs> she said the actress says that people constantly come up to her and ask her to say that to them. Really? Yes. Oh, that's Yeah, that's so like funny. the number one thing that people... I love it. Yeah. She's also the the school, like the principal secretary in Ferris in... Bueller's Day Off. Ooh. But she said that the number one thing that she gets recognized for is this, and people ask her to say, "You're fucked." <laughs> it is if you listen, if you watch the scene and listen to the dialogue. I mean, it is really good dialogue for one minute. One minute, oh, yeah, it's so and good. She, um, John Hughes actually had her um improvise oh, all really? that stuff on because at first she was just like holding her hand up and she was on the phone and John Hughes is like no it's more believable you need to talk so she just improvised it off the and top like of her head goes, gobble gobble God. gobble gobble yeah <laughs> just like burnt marshmallows yeah <laughs> I loved um, it a lot yeah. of laugh out loud moments in this movie I have to say yeah you okay. know contrary the, to what you were saying last night yeah which we we'll will get into it. but before we can that, get into it we'll get into it but before that Bryn <laughs> give us when you first watched the film and all of that stuff Ooh, I really yes. saw this when I was single, single digits, very young. Just oh, because, really? Yeah. 
I'm just like, it was one of the movies that was always on in the background around Thanksgiving. And so my dad loved it. He thought it was so hilarious. My dad traveled for work a lot. So he just thought it was so relatable. And I just like have such good, warm, positive feelings about this movie. It is an angry movie, but like, I just, and we used to, um, my dad used to say that all the time. Like whenever we would get upset at each other or whatever, he'd be like, I like me. My wife likes me. me. My customers like me. And so we used to always say that. My dad used to like jokingly say that to us. So this film brings back like such good heartfelt stuff for me. What about you, Tony? Well, I watched this. um, The last time I watched it was probably when I was a kid. It's been that long. Oh, wow. Um, And I remember watching it a lot, which we will get into later. We didn't, I didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. So yeah. I never understood the concept of traveling home for Thanksgiving when I watched this film younger because we grew up Jehovah Witness and all that. Um, but the thing I remember that I really loved about this movie, one, John Candy, because I used to love John Candy. Amazing. I thought he was the funniest thing ever. Um, Funny. Yeah. And I, this, I remember when I was a kid, one of the things that I really loved is this film is so over the top with the situations they're in and so ridiculous. And I remember when I was a kid, the thing that I really liked was how silly it was. And I remember wanting to go and live somewhere where snow was. Cause I didn't know what snow was growing in in Southern California. So like I have very good positive memories of the film when I was younger. Like it, I remember it being really silly and I remember like this goes into the category of like Uncle Buck, the volunteers, all of those films of John Candy's back in the 80s that I used to love. Um, that's why I think when I was younger, this film was like just really cool to me. It was like a cool person film. Like I was yeah. cool because I was watching it. Type this of movie ends the same as Uncle Buck. Yeah. Yeah. Tight shot on John Candy's His little. Face. See. Yeah, but this time around, watching it as an adult, I had a very different experience. <laughs> the first, okay, so I'll go first, and then we're gonna throw it to you, Brent. But but the first time I watched it, um, well, for the show when we came, the very the first ten minutes, I was anxiety ridden. I was like, this is stressing me out. I don't remember it being this stressful. What the fuck is going on? And thank you. But but then I started smoking pot. The stoner okay. I got, the better the film <laughs> got and the better mood I was in. Then I rewatched <laughs> it again today and I didn't have the anxiety. And, and then I really, really remembered what I loved about the film when I watched it the second time. In the initial shock of the first like 10 minutes of the film, like, like was gone. Yeah, so and I tight. was like, oh. Yes, this is why I love this film. <laughs> like, I had uh, an experience, not, I mean, not recently because of COVID, but yeah. one of the last trips I took before, uh, for work before COVID and everything got shut down, I went to Seattle to our Seattle office and I got so sick and I, um, and I never yes. got sick. And I'm in all these meetings and I'm just like dying. And I call my assistant oh, and I'm no. like, hey, you have to get me on an earlier flight because I I have to get out of here. Like my flight wasn't until like 8 p.m. that night. So she's like, okay, I got you on yeah. like a noon flight. Go leave now. I go, I get there. My flight, the earlier flight that she got me on got delayed and it was so delayed and I couldn't switch again. I couldn't get on the other flight that I ended up leaving after my what? original flight. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, like the anxiety and the stress was like yeah. a real, I was like, oh my God, this is like a real thing. But I just always, also in the beginning, I was like, it's so sweet. He's trying so hard all this anxiety because he yeah. wants to get home to his family. family. Yeah. So nice that, anxiety. It was, um, yeah, it was an interesting week watching this film. It brought back <laughs> memories of my childhood. And then, which I'm going to get into with Jones later on this, but I had a lot of like um, resentment for not celebrating Thanksgiving when I was, I was a kid. Ask, can I ask you a practical question? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys just ignore it? Yes. Yes. Like your mom was like, doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Yeah. 
just like no, it's it. like no, it's a pagan holiday. No, we're not doing it. End of but story. You, All holidays, like, even your own birthday, pagan holiday. Yes, but you cannot like, celebrate anything, anything other than Jesus. Yeah. 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 But it would be like, okay, we have the day off and we are acknowledging that Thanksgiving is happening. We're just not partaking in we it. We are not going not to your us. family. We're not going to your grandma's. Okay. We're not hanging out with the cousins. We're not doing any of that. Yeah. Okay. Because I was thinking maybe it was just like business as usual. Oh, and your mom's no, just no. like pretending that Thanksgiving oh, no. doesn't exist. But you were like aware, like very aware that everyone on your, but it was like, yeah. no, they're wrong. Well, the national holidays, I feel like, you know, they couldn't deny it. Like, literally, if you go to public school, you're sent, even if you go to private school, you're sent home. I know. (laughs) And you're like prepping for it in elementary school. You're learning about the pilgrims and the Indians, even though none of that was real. My daughter had a, (laughs) a, a Thanksgiving skit today. Would your mom let you partake in that? No, we weren't allowed to. No, we're not See, allowed. I remember, I remember the Jehovah Witness kid because, like, I still got to celebrate holidays, but I remember there was so much other stuff that, like, I couldn't participate in. So, me and whatever Jehovah Witness kid in school, See? we always kind of like clicked because it was like we uh, yeah. we know what's happening in the rest of the world exactly. and with all of our peers. However, we don't get to partake in it. in the way that others have to sit out yeah Yeah. and that's what i was i remember same thing to your point jonesy is i remember being like put in a corner with the other christian kids or even jewish the jewish kids in class yeah like we were there <laughs> so like watching closest, everybody make little turkeys and stuff. I was always friends with the Jehovah Witness kid. I was always <laughs> friends with the Jewish kid. I was always fun friends with a like random Muslim kid. Yeah. Like anyone who didn't celebrate shit. You were we there. were in there together. Yeah. Except I was like, I celebrate <laughs> Jesus in a big way. Right. Like, can I ask maybe an ignorant question? Go ahead. No, what there is. is- there is no, yeah, there is ignorant questions. There are Never ignorant mind. questions for sure. Um, <laughs> but still but, ask them. Um, because like things like your birthday and Thanksgiving, like secular holidays. Yeah. So you're literally just having a meal to commemorate another meal that was happening. But the reason for that was that you just shouldn't be celebrating stuff at all. Like things should not be celebrated. There, Like I know for Jehovah Witness, it all boiled down to it was a pagan holiday. Jesus, it boiled down to Jesus didn't do it. So why should we? Okay. Do you know what I mean? That's how like it really boiled down to. Um, But before we move on to what Jonesy thought of the film, we're going to do our segment that we renamed called name drop. (laughs) And we have a little jingle for it. So hopefully it plays. Ready? Let's start. Dolly Parton. Rachel Maddow. I want. I spend an hour with her every single day. I once played a drinking game with Celine Dion, Liza Minnelli, Cher, Laura Dern. I don't know her. Who would you say is the most famous person in your film? My good friend Ben Affleck and his crippling addiction to back tattoos. I have the best Lady Gaga story of all time. I hate him, loathe her, over them, cancel it, tell me everything. So this is the part of the show where we do like our name drop, which is kind of six degrees of separation but we're gonna call it name drop so we pick a actor from the movie we're reviewing tonight and then a movie that we're doing next week so Bryn who is the actor we are picking from this film I mean I feel like you have to do Kevin Bacon if Kevin Bacon's in the movie it's gonna be Kevin Bacon exactly that's a given and so our next film for next week we're gonna pick maybe this is a little hint (laughs) <laughs> for people what film we're gonna watch but we're gonna do Gwyneth Paltrow okay right is that yep. right okay right. Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> so everybody at home think about that and we will revisit this at the end of the show and see how we do yeah but now <laughs> I want to get into Jonesy's opinion of the film because this is the first time she's ever heard of the film first time she's ever watched it she doesn't have the nostalgic goggles that Bryn and I got to yeah. see the film from this time around. So go ahead, Jonesy, give it to us. So um, I feel like in the 24 hours that I've watched the movie, it's my opinion has morphed. Okay. <laughs> so don't be mad at me, um, you know, friends of mine from last night. I still agree. Um, and you guys spoke to it earlier. 
uh, the anxiety ridden part, you know, all those Ben Stiller yeah. movies where like along came Polly. Um, yeah. What are some of the other ones that he does where it's just so much anxiety that I'm like, no, I get why it should be funny, but yeah. you, you raise the level of anxiety in my personhood that I cannot <laughs> enjoy this movie. So there yeah. was a lot of that last night. Um, okay. So yes, but then as I, I did laugh out loud a lot last night because I enjoy John Candy, I enjoy Steve Martin, although I do still kind of think he's a great comedian. His film career, he owes entirely to his hair. I you just said uh, this last night and it was yes. so inflammatory that I did not see it until this morning. And I thought, thank God I didn't see this. So I am. So wait, wait, repeat that again, Jonesy. So okay, for the so people in the I, back I, who missed it, you yeah, for, yeah, for let's see if I understand back. what you're saying. Based am, off of Steve Martin's film career, the only reason why he has had a film career is because he has white hair. So I think that his comedy career, I love Steve Martin, Gilda Radner, early SNL that's fucking comedy gold i love it um him as a film actor i think he owes it a lot to the mop on his head and the fact that he went great early never lost hair and got to just play all these kind of like straight man father roles but have that comedic genius to be able to like insert it here and there I don't think he would have had the career he had on film. I still what about think- the jerk? What about Pennies from it. Heaven? Yes. Never seen it. Father of the Bride? Love it. The well, single the, guy. The, oh, the single guy. Never seen it. Uh, what is the other one? The one, the man with the one red shoe? Is yes. that what it's called? <laughs> Yes, oh, never seen um, it. A man with two brains? Hello? The man, the man with it. two brains. Lee well, see, it. you're not basing your opinion off of his film. I am basing my opinion <laughs> off of my knowledge, which is what you asked me about. So, so to make, a, um, uh, I would say, an educated remark on his film career, maybe we should visit some more of Steve Martin films through your film spring a journey and then revisit this yeah. question later on the podcast to i don't see. even want to know what you think about his banjo career because okay? <laughs> i will not let you defame him he won a grammy for his, his banjo career banjo career is fucking on point yeah. he okay. performed in the grand old opry right. like there's no debating yeah. he wrote a musical Again, i don't i don't debate his Talent. uh comedy skills i don't debate other skills i just wonder if Again, clearly I'm coming from an ignorant point, but that's the whole point of this podcast. Yes, so I guess so. I'm curious to see hot, hot takes on this movie. And I thought I did not know Lena as a person as I thought I did. (laughs) Okay, so it did. I have to say, the more I sat on it, and and I did watch rewatch some parts today. uh, I was in a bad place last night when I watched it. Oh. Yeah. personal shit you know yeah. it weighs okay. on you um but i still stand by my statement of it's a lot of that ben stiller anxiety driven yeah. stuff where i'm like i don't want to watch that however however hold on bryn <laughs> you all know tommy boy tommy boy yes tommy one boy. of my favorite movies of all time and there was a lot as I like thought later on it and then rewatched scenes and that kind of thing that I was like, this was the precursor to Tommy Boy. Yep. Yeah, you took the uh, word. That's exactly what I was going to say. Too. Yeah. I was going to say, Tommy well, Boy. Tommy Boy, it's the same. This is where it's got it, its inspiration from Correct. that style of film. I yeah. think Tommy Boy found a way to make it not as like that Ben Stiller anxiety stuff. Like I feel like Tommy okay. Boy le- leaned a lot more into the physical comedy to kind of even it out. Maybe that's my bias, but- is so funny. How does he know we're going the wrong way? <laughs> he doesn't know where we're going. I don't know, Jonesy. I think maybe if you were stoned when you watched it initially, you wouldn't have had this reaction. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, not I, I'm you're surprised. Wrong. I'm surprised by your your reaction, especially to Steve Martin's film career, based on one film that you've seen. Yeah. No, well, okay. So Two films, I maybe. know I know Steve Martin mostly film career, film career, not comedy career. I like I I worship Gilda Radner. She was my obsession. But, from a very early yeah. age. So I know a lot of like that kind of comedy, that kind of thing. However, honestly, my Steve Martin film career is kind of basically Little Shop of Horrors and <laughs> Which John Candy made a cameo in. Do you remember? Yes. He made absolutely. the DJ. <laughs> the DJ yeah. I, I I mean I can quote the whole movie. Of yes, Little I know Shop you can. I know you can. There's there's nothing wrong. I've actually played. I've auditioned. I was just gonna say as this. Steve <laughs> yeah, Martin yeah. in a black wig with drawn facial hair that was inspired by Tony Bejarano at yes. the time, <laughs> um, and a sock in my pants. Yeah, you uh, went on an audition. I, aud- I went on an audition, totally method for uh, Oren, the dentist. Yeah, his hair uh, wasn't was white brilliant. in that. Oh, Correct. That's right. And so I liked that? him a lot more. How do you explain uh, that? So you have. I liked him a lot so more. So you um, don't like people with white hair, is what you're that's really what you're saying. saying. No, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, so I, as I saw this and I remembered Father of the Bride, I yeah. was like, uh, I don't know if he would have had a movie career if he was like balding or didn't go great early and all that kind of he stuff. He also had an incredible stand up career. Yeah. And I That's think his comedy, I but his comedy, his comedy bleeds, no, there. his comedy bleeds into his film career. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. kind of hard to say that, oh, he, to kind of different, to put those two things different because I think yeah. his comedy, he wouldn't have a film career if he didn't have his comedy career first. I Correct. Yeah. But yeah. I also clearly, as we've established, uh, <laughs> Cannot speak to his film career that much. <laughs> Did you know, like, he departed from the comedy kind of film when he did Pennies from Heaven with Bernadette Peters, and the critics oh, hated him in it. Hated him. As a serious actor. They did not care for it. They wanted him to go back to doing comedy. Very tough I mean, for comics. But then, to- Jonesy, the you'll know thing. this. Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, oh, yeah. like, they all kind of go through that time yeah. where they, like, they're like, I want to do something serious. I, as a theater actress, I've done it. Yeah. Where, like, I'm like, I'm going to do Doubt a Parable. I'm going to do other random things that, like, make people go that's not what you're supposed to do yeah well it's what's interesting and jonesy maybe you'll you can add in on this is if you read steve martin's plays that he wrote they're way way different than what you would see him do in a film yeah especially with um the picasso play and then what was the other one that they did at the old globe here in san diego yeah they yeah i almost saw it meteor meteor i think it was the night the meteor hit or or something like that i gotta look something like that yeah yeah but both of those shows and even he did um he wrote shop girl yes shop girl was such a good film he was good in that i like again not saying the man does not have an overwhelming amount of talent yeah. that's sort just, of what you said though that that is like no it. no no <laughs> i said i think his film career has a lot to do with the mop on his head well i the disagree with that we'll, we'll agree to disagree wholeheartedly. that's what this whole podcast is different opinions you're uh, welcome Tony and i, I usually have it. the same opinion <laughs> I can't wait till the day me and Brie disagree. That's Man, the point of this podcast. <laughs> well, I can't wait for the day me and Brynn are like, what? I don't know you I, anymore, Brynn. You're not the same person. Friendship was built on God. lies. Right. But um, I eagerly did, await this day. <laughs> in, interesting fact, since we do record this podcast out of San Diego in California, Steve Martin did um, Bright Star, the musical premiered here in San Diego at the Old Globe. Yeah. And then his other show, Mercury, the Mercury one premiered here at the Old Globe, too. Yeah. And they did the production of Picasso at the, what is it? <gasps> I got to see that. Wasn't it good? Yes. At the club. Yeah. This was back in the day when your brother hooked me up with tickets. (laughs) It was a good show. I mean, it was the like 
you wait, you wait, you wait forever. Yeah. You may not get to see this show tickets, but I still was Got like, yes. And it was a phenomenal <laughs> it was show. really good. They did a great I job it. with it. Um, did it's you one know, of my favorite scripts too. Did you know uh, when it comes to this film that the original um, actor that John Hughes approached to play Neil was Tom Hanks and Dow was yeah. supposed to be John Travolta, but Paramount refused to put John Travolta in the film because at the time he was box he was office a poison. No, he was considered poison. box office poison. At the time. <laughs> yeah. Like Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, because no. he was a Scientologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you, Jonesy, what did you think of the chemistry between John um, John Candy and Steve Loved Martin it. in this film? I did. Loved I did it. Like, that's the thing where, like, as I thought, like, I there were several laugh out loud moments in yeah. this film where I just was like, oh, God, these guys are just great comedic actors and also they're great comedic actors that understand and play off each other well so even though there were parts of the movie where I was just like cringing because yeah. my anxiety was at sky high level I could still laugh out loud and that's yeah. why I think like as it sat with me more I really appreciated the movie more because these guys are just phenomenal comedic actors yeah the one thing i appreciated was that they john hughes didn't direct them as playing caricatures it was like them but yes. a hyper version of them yeah yeah and if you when you Which watch was the clear film, yeah when you watch it the film clear. it is two specific types of people one you have neil who is uptight complains about everything a whiner and then you have um Dell, Del. who is a go with the flow nice guy but it's two different types of people put in the same situation and you kind of see how each reacts to the same yeah. situation at the same time and which Steve I was Martin really said that John Candy was ju is just like that character in yeah. real life, like genuine, honest, but also has sort of like a heartbrokenness. I know I read that and it made me so sad. That, that was Martin the part that like really made it not enjoyable for me was really? I could recognize um, Steve Martin in his character and John Candy in his character. And so it was almost a little bit too real where, especially with John Kenny having yeah. passed and watching it that way. Um, Interesting. Like, I don't want to see, I don't, you don't always want to necessarily see the sad part of the clown. You know what I mean? I think that was one of the parts of the film that I really, oh, really enjoyed. And that, that made the film was that. Was that it makes it real. That. Yeah, that, yes. that's what I But it also about. makes it hard. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, so the original movie ended with um Dell following Neil all the way home. Mm -hmm. And Neil that's like, get away from me. And then John Hughes rewrote it because he's like, we want Neil, we want them both to have an inherent sort of goodness in them where yeah. Dell realized that Neil's trying to get rid of him. So he's the good guy by walking away. Yeah. And then Neil realizes what's really happening. And he's a good guy by saying, yeah, come on. Yeah, but Dale also stole his credit card, which to me feels like a very- No. Yes, he did. He says in the to him, I stole your credit card when the car is on fire. Oh, oh that's the right. Car yeah. was on fire. Wait, no, I thought he missed. They switched credit cards because that's the when they're in the hotel. You see, no, 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 you see. They do get the credit they, cards do get switched, switched to the hotel. They do. You see the card be laying down, and Steve Martin character grabs it, and there's a shot where he pulls it towards him, and it says Dell's name on it. Dell Griffin. Hey, if you are watching or listening, please reach out to us. What's our email address? It's filmspringa at gmail.com. No, filmspringa oh, podcast. There you go. Filmspringa podcast at gmail.com. Podcast. Um, yeah, or, or put it in the comments. Yeah, put it in the below. comments on our YouTube. On yeah, YouTube put it in the comments video. on our YouTube. Like, subscribe, and comment, and say you dumb dumbs. You <laughs> this is what happened. Just so, watch this movie. Uh, before we get into the Jonesy's parents' opinion on this, I have a really quick question for you guys. If yeah. you had to pick who you're gonna be in this film, would you be a John? Would you be a Dell, or would you be a, a Neil? Personality-wise, when it comes to traveling, especially. <sighs> 
I don't want to admit mine. I know who you are already. I'm you're a now. You're a you're a Dal. I would think you're a now. Or Neil, you sorry. Th- a Neil. Neil. Really? Now, now I'm thinking now, Joni Foster no. film. I was like, Tainween, That's the one reference she gets is now. So strange. I will never understand you. I know. I don't know why I got to see what movies I saw. Oh, my God. So which one would you be, Jonesy? I would be a Dale, but you think I would be a Neil? Maybe a cross between both. I think I would definitely be a Dale. You know who I actually would be? Who? I would be the uh, lady at the airport in the fuck you scene. (laughs) Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. (laughs) That's who I would be. What about you, Bryn? I don't know. I think it really depends on the situation. If yeah. I was with my daughter, I would probably be a Neil. Neil. Yeah. I'd be like, well, we're getting home. Cause sometimes I can feel myself getting like that. But if I could have a few drinks, not that I'm an alcoholic or that I need it to relax, but yeah. um, because when I travel for work and stuff and I don't have the kid, I'm really easy breezy. You're easy breezy. I'm like, put me on the next flight. I don't care. I'll have a drink. I'll I'll hang out. You're fine. I was gonna say, I've heard stories about when you traveled on the road for camp comedy. And um, you went along with a lot of situations. I yes. was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Where you just were with your comedy tour partner, who is your best friend. Um, you know, you just were like, okay, this is what we're doing. And that was shocking at times. Well, sometimes, sometimes you just got to go, yeah, there's nothing you can do. Just go with the punches. Because no matter what yeah. you do, you can't change the situation. So yeah, exactly. I want to know, Jonesy. What no, wait, wait, would... wait! You didn't answer your own question. I did. I said I. I did. I said I would be Adele. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Well, Jonesy, what would mom and pop Jonesy think of this film? First, we're gonna go mom and pop back then. Then I want to know what Jonesy would have thought of the film back as a child mm-hmm. when you were still in the religion, because we know what you yes. thought of it now. So go ahead. So Mom Pop Jones right away. So actually Steve Martin was one of Mon Pop Jones' favorite really? people. That's why I got to see some things. And I do remember like them watching Steve Martin comedy specials and like me coming out into the living room and then like, go to bed. <laughs> so <laughs> it was stuff that they were like, we appreciate, but it's not for kids. Yeah. Um so, and I think that's why I got to like always know and see Little Shop of Horrors and stuff like that from a young age. Like they determined like, okay, well that's kid acceptable. Um, but- oh, yeah, a giant evil plant that eats everybody. Yeah, that's acceptable. Abusive um, relationships. Yeah, and, abusive yeah. relationships. So her arms in a sling, to- she has a black eye. I have to give Ma and Pa Jones credit where they recognize I was a little theater geek and they let me be a theater geek. So that's what that was. Um, They didn't get everything right. They got that right. Um, So anyway, moving on. I don't want to give them too much credit. (laughs) Because that's a whole other podcast right there. That is a different podcast. How our parents fucked us. Okay, so what Um, parts of the film would they have a major problem with? So literally the F-bomb scene would have been an immediate no-go. All the smoking in the film, like literally it was a bit of a shock to me how much smoking there was in the film. Um, And like how much, it wasn't necessarily glamorized, but it was kind of glamorized. And if it wasn't glamorized, it was kind of glossed over. Um, Yeah, all of that would have been a major no-go. I don't, I think that if those scenes had been cut, I would have been able to watch this movie as a kid. It's okay. not inherently like sexual or this is definitely not horny. No. Uh, oh, it didn't go it didn't go off. Well, the horny meter didn't go off, Bryn. My horny no, meter was a negative. Yes. negative. Okay, so Bryn, your horny meter. <laughs> Which also I think that leads us to a new segment. Well, May not I yet. Segue? First, I want to go to since we're okay. talking about the horny meter. <laughs> yeah, I meter, won't segue. <laughs> there is um a scene in the movie that is iconic that everybody knows is the aren't pillow pillows. scene. Yeah, Which I think we pillows. have. Can we play that? Yeah, let's see it. Because this is iconic. Back in baby's arms. Oh, 
No. 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 Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Ah! Oh! <laughs> it makes me laugh. I see, it makes me laugh. Even afterwards, they were like, hey, how did you say, what did you think of the Paris game? And, all that. <laughs> and, I, and I know some people go, oh, that's homophobic. But you got to think oh, of yeah. the time the film came out. These two characters, yes. the way they were brought up, it wasn't homophobic. They're just reacting in a way that they were brought up. You know what I mean? Mm. To to react that way when there is an intimate, not sexual, an intimate thing with another man. You know what I mean? Yeah. With someone so that you were not attracted to. It just to, yeah. made me laugh every time I see it. I'm just It's like, also two comedic geniuses yeah. tiptoeing yeah. the line appropriately. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I felt like I felt like they knew what year they were in. They knew what other things might be out there and they're yeah. like, eh. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I love that part. But um, we are going to do now another segment we usually do in the show that we, but it's, we name, <gasps> renamed it. This is where we pick a drink, a cocktail, mm-hmm. and some food and items to snack. pair the movie with. But we're going to call it, we name, renamed it. This is Grace, get me a stinger. And here is our little dry martini. Oui, monsieur. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Kina Lily. Shake it over rice and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. It's drink. I like it. I know. It's great, right? Another! Grace, give me a stinger. All right. So, yes, this is where we pick a cocktail and maybe a food. Little munchies to go with the film. Bryn, what would you pick for this film? So, I would pick, I, I feel like a good, like, Midwestern beer. Oh, Really? Like a good Midwestern sort of like, I, I, do they have IPAs in the Midwest? No, like an 80s sort of beer. Paps. Like a Paps. Yeah. <laughs> like Paps. And then I want, I want Thanksgiving type food when I oh, eat this. Like, a, yes. like one of those sandwiches that has like turkey and stuffing and cranberry. The Starbucks leftover yeah. Thanksgiving the sandwich. Leftover Thanksgiving sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. about you, Jonesy? Yeah. So uh, going off of the hotel scene after, uh, you know, they have to use their watches to get a room. <laughs> yeah. um, I would say a Long Island iced tea because it's literally like you could make that out of hotel drinks. Yeah. You know, That's and then a, yeah. you buy a Coca-Cola from the machine in the corner. Yeah. Well, and it's then this, it's isn't it what no the scene where they have the little miniature alcohol bottles yeah. right yeah. well, the, yeah, well right. they're they're not Either. mixing them they're just going they're, they're like <laughs> would you like to go to uh, Mexico would you like yeah. to go to Jamaica you know they're going at one at a time but I feel like you know mix them all together yeah make you a Long Island iced tea well what food um, would you eat with it and then again, I got to go Thanksgiving. So I feel like you're going to eat leftover cold green bean casserole. Oh, <laughs> not, a, okay. not heated up, not a little warm. No, no. You're yeah, like, dr- right. you're already drunk from your Long Island iced tea. <laughs> and you're just like, what's in the fridge? And leftovers, you know you're gonna- And you're like. You know you're going to get the dads the next day and you're at that point where yes. you're like, fuck it. Who cares? Yes. I think for me, I would do tequila and Doritos because that's what Steve Martin's yes. character Neil says. <laughs> he holds up the tequila and then the Doritos bag. That would be mine. <laughs> A visit uh, to Mexico. The, oh, no. yeah, exactly. Isn't that what they call it? A visit to I'm Mexico. not being racist. That's what they call it. <laughs> to, uh, Doritos and tequila. A visit to Mexico. I love it. Oh, man. Okay. Let's see okay. if we can figure out um, our name drop segment, Six Degrees. Did, did anybody figure it out? Did any of you? Did we I, even, did I have, have a it. Oh, of course. Of course you did. You're the only reason why we keep you doing this segment. <sighs> Anxiety. Jeez. Okay, go ahead. Let's see how um, you did so this. So, Kevin Bacon was in this movie. So Kevin Bacon was in um, Picture Perfect with Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer oh, yeah. Aniston was in The Object of My Affections with 
um, Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd was in one of those dumb superhero movies with Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, Iron Man. He was in Endgame. Civil War Endgame. Endgame, yeah. Yeah. That was easy. I mean, I could have probably And yet we didn't do it. I know, because you know why, Jonesy? <laughs> Jonesy, it's because we know Bryn's going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all, I'm not giving Bryn the credit. You're like, no, we suck. <laughs> Bottom line, I don't we put, suck. I don't put forth as much effort. <laughs> I, I just go, I know Bryn's going to do it. She always Wait. does. <laughs> let I'm her, let her do it. I'm sad to hear it causes her anxiety. I know. But um, I did want to, like, Jonesy had kind of tried segmenting before a segueing. We're going to do a new segment. So this, every every episode, we're going to let you know whether this is a date movie. Like, mm-hmm. since Bryn is now single on the town out, girl. Out, out. I mean, I'm quarantined, yeah. but, like, very online active. Yeah. So if, <laughs> if, if you were going on a first date, Bryn, would this be a movie you would go on a first date? A hundred percent. I would yeah. want to drink like half a drink too many and um, laugh and see if they laugh. This would be a good tester. To get Lena there. last night would not have passed my date. Oh, test. no. Oh, like, no. We cannot date anymore. I would have been like, I'm going to go get time. more popcorn and then never come back. And never come back. Yeah, this would be a great <laughs> date movie. Yeah. Just Don't to be eat. clear, I was also in a real bad mood last night, we, you guys. Yes. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, you just. No, see that the, shouldn't see impair your taste in movies. No. no. <laughs> Jonesy, okay. So I'm going to pose the same question to you, but yeah. with a twist. If. There were two people that were in very religious. Would this be a religious first date movie? You would go on. No, no. no they no. would be so upset about the f bombs, yeah, the smoking. Yeah. Like honestly, if the I have to say, if this was like the TNT airing, yeah, um, this movie, yes, <laughs> the AMC um, version. edited. At the yes, version. yes, you know, like the TV PG 13, like they yeah. played at the holidays. They edited out the F bomb scene. They've like abbreviated the smoking scene to where it's <laughs> what's just that, like, what's that production company? Shelly, Shelly Duvall's company. What production is it? Company? This was a so, cannon tail. Cannon actually, actually, there are production companies that edit secular movies yeah, to, to make, make them. them acceptable for Hang on them i but yeah i would um, have to shelly um, duvall doesn't do that <laughs> no i would have to agree with Bryn on this this would be a, a date movie where i would test to see if the person laughs to gauge their sense of humor is what i would do with this film i do think this is still a movie that if you are a kid like myself where you didn't see movies you should add this to your repertoire which we're going to get to now because it is time for us to grade the film give you our grades for this film so did we write down what we thought we were going to give it last time did anybody write it down what we did you write it down for us did you jones please say yes she's looking she's like oh I think I gave it an A. I think I, I did not it, write it I think down. I gave it a, I think I gave it an A too, if I remember right. Okay, so we're going to give the grades now, rewatching this film after so many years, and Jonesy watching it for the first time. Bryn, take those nostalgic glasses I'm off. Taking my nostalgic goggles off. And what is your grade a. this week? A? Is an A. Is okay, an A. Okay. Laugh. And I felt fun and good about myself. Good. Jonesy, grade. Seeing it for the very first time ever, what would you give it? B plus. Oh, surprise, surprise. Would this get a would this get a stamp? Would this get a stamp in the film Spring a Passport? Uh, (laughs) That's a no. (laughs) I feel like, okay, here's would be my disclaimer. If you uh, were a 90s kid and saw Tommy Boy. Yeah. You don't need to see this. But I would okay. I would say no, still see it because Tommy Boy wouldn't be Tommy Boy without this film. Agreed. This style However, film. Ben yes, Stiller exactly. movies, Ben Stiller movies wouldn't be Ben Stiller movies without this film either. And I think we could have always done without 
those kind of ones okay. where he made himself, where it was just literally an anxiety ridden fest. I would for an give, hour and a half. I would give this film a probably. I'm gonna demote it to a solid B plus due to the See? fact. Hold on, due really? to the fact that it gave me anxiety for the first ten minutes. <laughs> okay, all there right, you that's go. about it. There that's you fair. go. And, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, but I'm not saying it's a bad film like somebody else, and I would definitely give it a stamp in the film spring of thing, saying it is I a necessity due to the fact, night. due to the fact that there is a not a lot of films that are centered around Thanksgiving and seeing that it's Turkey Day in a few days. Yeah, exactly. This is one Facts. of the very few films that really gear is centered around Thanksgiving. And the travel and all that drama that goes. Yeah, exactly. Into it, so. Yes. And that is my favorite holiday. So I do love that love part. Um, I just don't love the Ben Stiller esque anxiety ridden. I say, I say get stoned and rewatch. Yes, because he makes hilarious. those movies. Okay. Should we talk about the next film? Yes, the next film we are picking for next week. This is one of my favorite films, and it's my pick for next week. Um, it, and we're getting out of the 80s and 90s. We're going into the finally. early 2000s. I know, finally. Early 2000s with um, a rom-com. We're going to go to rom-com. It is Love and Other Disasters. 2006's Love and Other Disasters. So, Jonesy, just based off of the movie poster and the name, what do you think this film is about? Yeah. Um... Do you know first? Do you, do, you, do you know the actress that's the lead, right? Brittany Murphy. Yes, oh, I the do. Late, oh, I late, love her. Great Brittany late and great. Um, oh, man. Really think she was an underrated comedy. I do too. Comedic actress. I think she could have done phenomenal things. I think she would have been the next Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Um, I, I I really think she had a lot to offer the world, and it's a fucking shame which we will unwrap in this Um, next episode but what do you think the film's about so i'm looking right now at uh the okay well my phone didn't want to show you that but uh so i've never heard of this film before now and i have to say it looks like if I can speak from my church self, not mm-hmm. my Lena yes, self. Yes, your church self. Let's. Okay, let's so my church self says it's about a slut because she has to cross her legs. <laughs> Holy moly! And uh, she's having hot. to try to cover her coochie, <laughs> and um, <laughs> she's looking off to the side like she's ashamed because she of her sin. Um, so like I said, this was my church self talking about it. Not not my Lena self. No, no, this is, this is old church Lena way back in the day. Yeah. Um, Um, So what is it about though? What do you think it's about her being a slut? A slut and her ways. (laughs) Wow. This is going to be an interesting episode next week. And clearly they're disastrous because she says it in the title. And maybe if she had followed Jesus and closed her legs and not in that way, she needed to actually close her legs in a real way. It wouldn't be a disaster. Not a crisscrossy, slutty way. Not crisscross opposite. Disastrous and slutty life. Yeah. Her disastrously slutty life. Maybe it wouldn't have been so uh, disastrous. That's the the stage play version. That's my autobiography. (laughs) This what is it? Slutty disaster. My disastrously life. slutty life. By yeah. Um, close your legs to uh, married close men. Close your legs and... to married men. That's a Thank Bravo you. offshoot. We'll Jesus do. Christ! Uh, if you ever hear random Rony or yeah. row anything, uh, yeah, no guilty. Charged. Guilty. What, Bryn? We should do our ratings. Um, oh, our grade. Yes. Uh, I... Love and. Love, love and other snatches. <laughs> love and other disasters. I give it an A plus <laughs> plus. This is one of my favorite films. I'm gonna give it an A. You are okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Write those down, Jonesy. Write it now. Write them down. Yeah, just write oh, it down. So we don't forget. Wait, about a plus it. plus and an A. And an a. Yes. Yeah. All right. But you guys, that is our show, everybody. Ooh. We got through it. So next week, we are going to do Love and Other Disasters. So go watch the film and then come back. You can watch us live Thursdays, 8 o'clock on... Except 
Except, Except next week we're not going to be live. It's going to be pre-recorded. But anyways, you can still watch the film. Shut leave the your comments. Up. Leave your comments below in the comments. Let us know what you think of the film and all of that good stuff. You can follow us on Instagram, where Film Spring Up. You can follow us on Facebook, where Film Spring Up. You can email us at Film Spring Up Podcast at Gmail. And you can listen to the podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a good rating. Tell your friends about it. And we will see you next week. Week. And that is it for us. Bye, everybody. Bye.